This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, where in a single moment you can recognize your brilliance and change your life. This is a transformational hour that covers an array of topics that demonstrate how individuals use their native talents, as shown in their name, to look at the ordinary in extraordinary ways. Albert Einstein once said that everybody's a genius. Why would one of the smartest people on the planet declare that everyone is a genius unless he knew it to be true? I'm your host, Sharon Lynn Wyeth creator of Namology Science and author of Know the Name, Know the Person. And in each weekly show, you'll hear the fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in them and what they were able to accomplish. At the end of each show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius. All over the world, people have many, many diverse interests. And in that vein, people have asked about different occupations and areas of life that have highly interested them. People want to know how highly successful people have managed to achieve their genius mindset by utilizing the gifts that are seen in their name, utilizing namology science. So how does someone express their creative talents and how does someone share those gifts with others in such a way that all benefit? Our expert tonight is Dr. Mitchell Genn, who has developed his genius in the area of integrative medicine, being highly recognized in the area of anti-aging. Dr. Mitch, as he's called, has 36 years of experience in anti-aging, holiest in integrative medicine. In addition, he has authored dozens of articles in peer-reviewed journals. He has been a host and guest on hundreds of radio programs, as well as television, where he's been the expert on alternative health. He was the host of the Dr. Mitch Show daily on Sirius XM Radio. Currently, he hosts the largest health talk program in South Florida. He was the medical expert on The Andy Dean Show, America Now, and the the national syndicated morning Sam Sorbo Show. In addition to his work in nutritional medicine, he is some of the most experienced as an expert clinician and researcher in the field of stem cell transplantation. He currently is the host of the largest health TV show on WGGS-16, shown in both North and South Carolina and parts of Northern Georgia in the United States. Dr. Mitch lectures internationally on topics about oral and IV nutrition, lifestyle changes, bioidentical hormone replacement, and stem cell transplantation. He is noted to be one of the premier teachers at conferences and seminars on integrative medicine due to his vast academic knowledge coupled with his entertaining delivery. He is the co-author of four textbooks, which, which we shall discuss tonight. Dr. Mitch is considered to be one of the top 10 anti-aging physicians and consultants in the world, according to the president of the American Academy for Anti-Aging Medicine, which happens to be the largest organization of its kind with 30,000 physicians in over 113 countries. Dr. Mitch's uh, name indicates that he's able to manifest that which he feels is important, He enjoys the challenge of being at the top of his profession and that he excels in his ability to write well. His name also indicates that he wishes to include everyone and is a viable agent for change when other people want to make a significant change. I am so excited to share Dr. Gen with you tonight. Welcome to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You radio show, Dr. Mitt. Oh, thank you so much, Sharon. This is, I, I don't know, did my mother give you all that to say about me? (laughs) <laughs> no, a lot of it's just sitting there in your name. It's wonderful. That is so great. That's the first time that anyone has ever discussed my name through the science of namology. I, I liked what I heard. I think it's great. Well, I think it's wonderful what you're doing. Dr. Mitch, when did you know that you wanted to be a doctor? Actually, when I was a young fellow, maybe 13, 14 years old, and I had my first chemistry set that my parents gave me, 
and a neighbor was helping me do things like to, I was anesthetizing things and I got even some ether. My neighbor, a chemist, got me some ether. And I'll never forget the day that I actually used ether and put one of my friends to sleep, which scared me. I said, oh, I'm going to be a doctor. I need to learn more. (laughs) Oh, that's great. So what happened to cause you to then want to specialize in anti-aging? Well, at that point, when I even went to medical school, I wasn't sure that that's what I wanted to do. But once I became the chief intern of the hospital that I was at, I watched people in one particular internal medicine group for the same diseases get people out of the hospital much faster than the other internal medicine groups. What was different? Well, they were basically using large doses of intravenous vitamin C compared to the others. That one little thing that I never learned in medical school was the interest that piqued me because I saw patients get better and get out of the hospital much quicker. So that's what started it. So how important is having enough vitamin C in your body? Well, when you think about it, Sharon, vitamin C is part of the eye. It's in the brain. Actually, every white blood cell, which is basically synonymous with the immune system, requires vitamin C. So without it, theoretically, you would never be able to make it. And you can't be, I mean, you can't imagine how many people have very low levels. Matter of fact, many studies show many, many elderly are close to scurvy levels. Wow. We need to take a break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard on xzbn.net and also on knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out how some basic good habits have for you to have to maintain good health before delving into how to maintain your youthfulness. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. I am Dr. Carl O'Helvey, founder, president of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? 
Wire crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere. Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at Songs and Stories for Soldiers. Soldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which is being heard on XZBN.net and KnowTheName.com. Our guest tonight is world-renowned Dr. Mitchell Genn, whose website is Dr. Mitch Show. Dot com, D-R-M-I-T-C-H-S-H-O-W.com. Okay, I want to know if you ran into other doctors' jealousies or any problem with the government as you started helping more and more people get well and feel younger. Gosh, where do I start? Uh, I guess the first thing is the jealousy component. I probably can't speak for anybody else, but I think uh, particularly in the medical profession, like in many professions, when something is unknown or is not what's traditionally taught in the medical schools, it could become something that's agitating to an individual. Now, that is barriers are breaking down nowadays because so many physicians are looking at the concept of wellness and integrative medicine. And it all begins with the fact that integrative medicine, Sharon, is about the 100 to 200 trillion cells that makes us up. So if we start to go back to what we were taught in our first week of medical school, which is basically how the cells work, then all this about natural medicine makes more sense than basically regular Western medicine does because that's how God made us. And if we can just replete or put back the different things that we are missing, often the body's capable of healing itself so, yes, there is, I guess, that jealousy, more so sometimes anger, and I think basically it's sometimes fear, not knowing it, but that's, those, those things are breaking down. I teach close to 2,000 physicians a year, and they're from all different disciplines of medicine, and I believe that it's becoming better and better, although today I heard someone say uh, that that's not true, and this not true, and that's not true. And I just said you don't understand physiology, and which is function of the body. And I guess it's still the ignorance is there, but it's getting better. And the government, well, the government's I think pretty good right now in Florida and other states. They're starting to recognize more and more physicians are embracing the use of natural medicine. So I think even the legislators are also embracing it. Who isn't taking a vitamin? Who isn't taking minerals? And who isn't wanting to look better and feel better. And people are sick and tired, basically, of being sick. And we're on so much medication, and these cocktails are doing more damage than they're doing good. Would you say that integrative medicine is more like oriental medicine or, or what we're hearing more called naturopathic medicine? I would say that it's closer to your definition of naturopathic medicine. Oriental medicine uh, typically leans towards uh, the use of Asian or Oriental herbs. 
Um, it falls into the category typically of either Chinese medicine or Ayurvedic, the Indian herb type of medicine, whereas integrative medicine is basically saying, look, we're not going to throw out conventional therapy. We're not going to say we're not going to use thyroid. We're not going to say we're not going to use medicine, but wherever appropriate and where it makes more sense, we're going to use you know, uh, things like vitamins, minerals, nutrients, amino acids, which is basically what the body's made up to begin with. So if that's done properly, often the major medications don't need to be and can be discarded, basically. Did becoming an integrative doctor uh, of medicine change your life in any way? Well, it definitely, uh, Sharon, made it different for me. I realized that you know, what I learned in medical school wasn't everything there was to learn. And when I was that, you know, chief intern, when I just saw this one group giving the large doses of vitamin C and being successful with their patients, I said to myself, gosh, do I want to do the very best for my patients? Isn't that what I took an oath to do? And so I realized I couldn't do that with Band-Aid medicine, if then. Um, Western medicine is based upon Chiron, if then. If you get this, we're going to give you that. If this, if then that. Whereas integrative medicine, or I should say physiologic or cellular medicine, whatever term you want to use, is based upon here's your biochemistry, here's the individuality of your biochemistry, and what we're going to do with that is we're going to give you those things to maximize and then optimize, maximize your nutrition, but then optimize your blood values and optimize the way you feel and optimize everything to basically help you enjoy the way you were when you were the healthiest, somewhere between 18 and 25 for a male and about 18 to 32 for a female. Okay, this question's for our younger listeners, Dr. Mitch. On your website, thedrmitchshow.com, you mentioned how low vitamin D is linked to early menstruation. How can our youth tell if they have enough vitamin B, D in their body, and what do you suggest they do if they don't? Okay, that's a great question, Sharon. So vitamin D is no longer classified as a vitamin. It's a misnomer. It's truly a hormone, and it's involved in probably more than 400 reactions per second. Like you said, for the younger audience, I should first say for the older portion of our audience, we remember vitamin D as the ricket vitamin to stop rickets from occurring, but now we know that vitamin D is linked from everything from all causes of mortality of death, uh, fracture healing, bone uh, wound healing, uh, decreasing cancer risk significantly, etc. But to answer your question, a simple blood test called the 25-hydroxy vitamin D, that's called 25-hydroxy vitamin D, any doctor can do this. And that particular level will come back. Now, the labs report out less than 30 nanograms per deciliter is considered the normal. However, optimal, and that's what we have to always think, what's optimal for a blood test is somewhere between 60 and 100. And if you optimize it, then the risks of cancer, heart disease, etc., are also minimized simultaneously. How do you do it? Well, you get vitamin D3, that's what you need, D3. And the dosage, well, it depends. If you want to maintain your level, then the dosage is typically five to 8,000 units a day. To raise a level, that takes somewhere between ten and 15,000 units a day. And by the way, folks, it takes a long time. It could take three, four months to get you to a normal, or what I call optimal level. That's that 60 to 100. Wow, that sounds like so many, but I don't think people realize how small an actual unit is so that you need 5,000 to 8,000 just to maintain. What about getting out in the sun? Yeah, that's a great idea. Um, but here's the problem with that. And I, it's, it's really the best vitamin D, the one that's D3, that's basically alcohol-based, is that which when the sun, the UVB light hits the skin and converts the oils that are in the skin, and then, of course, the body absorbs it. Well, we have some problems. As we get older, then, unfortunately, we absorb less. If we use sunblock, we don't absorb anything. If we shower within 12 hours of being in the sun, and you need at least 20 minutes, 85% of the body exposed for at least two to three times a week to get our, our requirement to maintain optimal levels, so that's difficult. And then, of course, showering after 12 hours is difficult, too, 
And considering as we get older also, the kidneys don't work as well to where the vitamin D is converted to the active form, it's difficult, Sharon, without taking some sort of oral, you know, um, pill to give the amount that you need. And unfortunately, most people can't get enough from the sun. Now, we hear that there are some brand names that really aren't giving us what they say on their label. And or at least that's, um, you know, could could be happening and we wouldn't know. Are there certain brand names of vitamin D that you would recommend, you know, without mentioning the other ones? Uh, Without mentioning even any brands, the thing that when it comes to vitamins, it's always best to go with a professional line, one that is aimed at the doctors themselves and is rarely basically in the health food stores. The professional lines are ones that are made to the standards, they're GMP'd, they're great manufacturing practices, these these particular places. And if when it comes to vitamin D, my suggestion would be to get one that is lanolin derived. There's there is cod liver oil derived, etc. But the lanolin derived seems to be the best absorbed. And that comes basically from a nice source sheep have oil in their hair and when the sun hits the sheep's hair it soaks up the vitamin d and then without hurting or harming the the animal this is collected and it's a great source of vitamin d and very bioavailable the body takes it in quite well oh that sounds wonderful how important is drinking enough water and getting enough sleep to our health wow (laughs) good questions well Let's talk about the water first, then we'll talk about the sleep. You know, we're three-quarters water. There are studies that say that we drink way too little. There are others that say some people thrive on a lot less. The old adage was you should drink basically, your, if you take your weight in kilograms, so a 150-pound human being is 70 kilos, you should drink 70 ounces. So what you are in kilograms in ounces of water a day. But you have to think about that number because there are so many factors you add to it. If you drink dehydrating fluids, like if you drink coffee, then for every cup of coffee on top of the 70 ounces, using that as an example, you'd have to add another glass of water. If you're drinking sugars or sodas or things of this, you'd have to add that equal amount also in water on top of your daily requirement. So most people do walk out around pretty much dehydrated. And by the way, even one glass of water dehydrated, just one glass, and your concentration is 20% less than it would be with having the, the full requirement of water. Now, there are certain people that can't drink a lot of water, of course, that may have heart failure, et cetera, but that's excluding, excluding those people. So taking water is the basis of life and making sure that you get the right kind of water, clean water, and an adequate amount obviously is so important to maintaining your health. On the other hand, so is sleep. Without having the proper amount of sleep, you can't maintain health either. Uh, again, not enough sleep, not enough life, fatigue, etc., etc. goes along with it. So what's the correct amount? People are probably thinking, well, okay, so tell us what the correct amount is. The window basically of all studies show it is six to eight hours. So if you sleep less than six hours, no good. If you sleep more, that's right. If you sleep more than eight hours, you're also getting a negative effect as well. So that window is basically six to eight hours. And don't think you can make it up, like just sleep three or four hours a night and then make it up later on. And by the way, sleep is best, if possible, you're not a shift worker, by getting to bed before midnight. Once midnight to 1 a.m., that window the body stops making that important hormone, melatonin, which is our sleep hormone, our biologic clock hormone. And a hormone, by the way, in that when it's low in women, creates 600 times more breast cancer risk. In men, a much higher risk of prostate cancer, although I don't know the exact amount. I've never seen it. So basically, sleep, water, exercise, and you know what? Be happy like you, Sharon. That's what makes it all worth it. I have another question on, well, you mentioned sleep before midnight, and I had read somewhere that the ideal time period to sleep was between 10 o'clock at night and 2 o'clock in the morning, and then add on either end. 
Well, I don't know if that's the best time for everybody, but I can tell you earlier to bed has got to make is better for you as long as it's before that pineal gland starts to produce the melatonin. And by the way, the room has to be dark. Uh, it has to be dark. It can't be a blue-green color. You can't have your Wi-Fi system blasting. You can't have your um, your uh, Internet on. You can't have your lights on from either your phone or from your device like an iPad or et cetera. So it's got to be a dark room, less than what we used to call three lux, which is less than a moonlit room. Okay, and hold, hold on right there because it's time for another mm-hmm. break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. This show is dedicated to being more youthful. After the break, we'll find out how Dr. Mitch helps his clients become more youthful and suggestions on what you can do also. Are you curious? Do you want to learn more about how the world works and have fun at the same time? Study coincidences with me, Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD, on my Connecting with Coincidence radio show here on the XZBN network. Listen to Jungians theorize, statisticians randomize, true believers evangelize, while I categorize. I dance to the rhythm of coincidences. People who experience me see more of them. Maybe something on the show matches a thought in your mind. Let us know. Expand your mind to the weirdness happening around you. Synchronicity spoken here, there, and everywhere. For more information, put Connecting with Coincidence in your search engine and find my website, my social media sites, and my blog. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today, Know the Name, Know the Person, or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen.
Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Dr. Mitchell Genn, who can be reached via his website, dr for Dr. Mitch, M-I-T-C-H, show, S-H-O-W, dot com. Dr. Mitch, before the break, you were telling us about the importance of a dark room and having no electronic lights on or that. Is there anything else you wanted to add about that? Sure. Uh, again, it's the time, it's the darkness, and of course, the least amount of noise. It's okay, for example, to put on some quieting or some music that's relaxing to you before you go to bed, but sleeping with the TV on or with the iPad on or with your cell phone on, and then some people are very sensitive, Sharon, to the cell phone radiation and the Wi-Fi, so even that would be best to have all those types of material and instruments outside of your room. And of course, basically turn off your Wi-Fi at night. Just make it a quiet environment for your body and for your mind. Okay, I wanna switch a little bit of the topic. What's the most balanced process to stay young as it's gotta involve more than just the body? Doesn't it also involve like a mental attitude and balanced emotions would also seem important. So how does one start? The body, the mind, the emotions, integrating everything, or is it just the body that's important to keep us young? No, it's the old mind-body spirit that everybody talks about, but few do anything about. No question, I uh, came up with a concept that I've written about in one of my books, which was basically, I called it the Gen Hypothesis back then. I basically figured I'd throw my name on it. So the the Gen Hypothesis of health basically looks at five areas that always have to be looked at when you're trying to develop a wellness program for an individual. And the five concepts also have to be mutually inclusive, not exclusive. You can't do one without the other. And those areas include, you know, they have something to do with, with oxygenation, which means exercise, of course, and breathing and movement, something to do with uh, the hormones because that's what allows the talk between different cells to go back and forth, Um, something to do with the um, nutrition that's inside and outside of the cells, and that probably requires not only just foods that you take, but it also requires the um, use sometimes of nutrients, both orally and intravenously, Something to do with your mind-body, no question, uh, you know, because the mind-body is just as important, and I know that you know that, and I think it's when you think about trying to exclude all the rest and keeping the mind-body out of the picture, never good, because you could talk to someone who, you know, who that kind of person you talk to and goes, ah, I don't feel good. Every time you ask them, even though they look good and they're probably their doctors say they're healthy, they're their possibility of dying in the next 10 years actually is greater than someone that smokes two packs of cigarettes a day. So the mind-body is imperative to keeping someone healthy and young. And then something to do with detoxification if you are exposed to pesticides, insecticides, herbicides, fungicides, rodenticides, chemicals. Sooner or later, the liver has to get rid of them or we can augment and help the liver do that. And if you've been exposed to a toxic metal like mercury or aluminum or cadmium or one of the others, then that can be removed by using certain agents. So putting it all together simultaneously is how we enter wellness. Not one, not the other, not the mind without the body, and certainly not the body without the mind. All of it needs to be done concurrently because that's how you get optimal health. Can people detox too often? Well, you know, I don't know what that word actually means. Um, We use that word very freely, uh, unfortunately, in the lay terminology, we detox. And I always ask people, well, what are you detoxing? Um, Because the question is, what's the toxin? Now, I I often ask someone, what is a toxin? And when I'm lecturing, and they'll say, well, what's a toxin? They'll start naming me arsenic and all these things. And then I said, no, no, everything's a toxin. You could drink too much water and it becomes a toxin. Anything's a toxin. So if, you, if someone would want to detox your own, they would have to know exactly what they were doing. So these fad things of you know, giving yourself diarrhea or making you urinate tremendously or sweat profusely, all those things may be good under the right circumstances for the right individual, but it's just 
that. You have to know exactly what you are detoxing, and it has to be the right thing for that right individual, not just say, oh, I did a detox and, or a cleanse or something like that. Because, unfortunately, there are negatives to those things as well as positives. Okay. Dr. Mitch, does energy have anything to do with how a person ages? I mean, some people stay energetic for their entire lives, and others seem to just slow down as they age. And is there something that causes this, and is there something people can do to avoid slowing down? Well, first, the word uh, fatigue or energy is probably the number one thing that people all talk about, whether young or old, when they're sick, they lose their energy. And any, any disorder from allergy, which fatigue is the number one constitutional symptom, to something much more serious, fatigue is a component of it. But then again, when you say someone's energetic, it's kind of interesting because you would think if people maintain a very positive outlook and even when they have certain things going with them that is not exactly perfect physically, Often that mental attitude of energy makes a huge difference. I read an article yesterday, too, because I was looking and I'm um, going to be lecturing to physicians very shortly again, and I'm lecturing on the nervous system. And one of the things that are very clear, that people that are constantly under pressure and basically low energy levels, their, um, not only their immune system, but their heart takes a toll for that kind of thing. So there are so many things that cause lack of energy. The way to determine if you have that is to determine what's causing it. Is it a mental process that's causing the problem? Is it a specific disease disorder that's causing it? Autoimmune disease, a cancer, allergies? Um, Is it a virus like mononucleosis or something of that nature? Or is the hormones being depleted? Because as we age and the hormones break off, so does our sort of joie de vivre, our thirst for life, our focus. And with that goes our energy as well. And that's probably one of the most common things I see. So the key would be always to get appropriate workup, blood workup, and you might be able to tell the etiology of what's causing it. Once you know that, then you can start putting things back. But you might be right. People that are most energetic often are the healthiest and probably because they have both that mind and body together working properly. Okay, so I know some people who think of anti-aging and thinking of doctors piecemealing a little Botox here, a little plastic surgery there. I mean, that's the way they look at it versus what's going on internally necessarily. It's like, let's fix this appearance and let's fix that appearance. And so do you ever recommend any of that, or do you really want to start inside and make sure that everything inside's healthy? I think there's a place for the plastic surgery and the Botox occasionally, although it's not my cup of tea overall. I think we have to look at the human body much different than we would look at like a Corvette or a car. You know, the Corvette or a car gets scratched. What do we do? We have it sand buffed out, and we paint it again. It's not how the human body works at 868 trillion chemical reactions per second, we are dynamic, we're living. So what you see on the skin or the changes you're seeing in the face or the shape of the body or the wrinkles are all a reflection of what's happening internally. So if you take care of the internal 100 to 200 trillion cells that we talk about, trying to keep them as healthy and in as best the youthful state of that earlier statement I made, that 18 to 25 or 32 category, then that individual is going to stay healthy, look good for a long time. It's not anti-aging really, that's a misnomer, but we can fix the internal workings under normal conditions somewhere between 15 and 20 years we can push the clock back. That's pretty amazing. And with that's that, incredible. the other things will come. It is incredible. Okay, so I want to know the benefits and the drawbacks of chelation, because that seems to be the latest phase or or fad that everybody wants to go get chelation. So tell us about what that is. Probably a good idea. Chelation comes from the Greek word uh, kelos, to claw. It was originally used in the 1940s when they discovered in the lead munition factories uh, that EDTA, ethylene diamine tetracetic acid, was one of the chelating agents. It would remove lead. 
So the chelation concept was originally uh, used to remove toxic metals, mercury, arsenic, etc., and still are today. However, we've also seen through like the TAC trial at University of Miami, and folks uh, have demonstrated that what else the chelation does by using this EDTA, it goes and substitutes in the artery, takes a calcium ion out and substitutes it for magnesium. So these clogged arteries, these calcified arteries, are helped and emptied or opened by the use of an agent of this nature. So if it's in the legs or in the heart or in the arteries, EDTA provides basically a wonderful way, and by the way, extremely safe way since the half-life intravenously is only about 60 minutes, a safe, easy way, safer than an aspirin actually, of helping to open up and allow the arteries to flow better while changing the person's lifestyle, diet, and exercise program. The combination works spectacularly. So would that also work on the veins? It does. The veins, um, the veins which bring the blood uh, back to the heart, uh, typically don't get calcified. There's issues more like having valve disorders and where you get varicose veins and so forth. If the arterial side stays healthy, then the veins, unless you're quite heavy or you've had pressure in the area, will stay normal too. Wow, this just sounds so amazing with so many ideas of, of different ways we can go. So other than being um, diligent about sunspots, now this question came from a friend of mine. She wanted to know, what do you do to avoid getting sunspots or the brown spots as people age? And if you are getting them, what can you do to get rid of them? Okay, so that's a great question that your friend came up with. Uh, sunspots or the brown spots um, are really usually not sunspots. The real name for them is lipofusion. And the lipofusion, once it occurs on the hands, those dark spots that you see as people get older, actually they're occurring in the heart and the brain simultaneously. Although used to be thought to be benign, they are a representation of fats and every single cell of the human body has a membrane around it and 50% of that membrane is fat. Now when that fat is going rancid, that is the end product you're seeing. That's called perioxidation of fats. So when you start seeing that in someone's hand, pretty much you know that the cell membrane is starting to go bad. That's something to harry to a good integrative doctor to fix because that is ending or sending someone close to the light. We want to stop that. And if you've ever walked into some elderly folks' home and you had that odor that you said, oh, yeah, this is an older folks' home, that is exactly that. It's the fats going rancid in the body. Wow. Well, we need to take our last break. Stay tuned to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You on xzbn.net and knowthename.com. After the break, we'll find out what Dr. Mitchell Genn has in his name that assisted him that you may have in your name as well. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. 
This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Welcome back. I'm Sharon Lynn Wyeth, and you're listening to Know the Name, Know the Genius in You. Our guest tonight is Dr. Mitchell Genn, whose website is Dr. Dr. Mitch, M-I-T-C-H, show, S-H-O-W, dot com. You know, he's taken his skills to an incredible level where he can just help people feel better and look better at the same time. And he assists others in able to do this. So I want to know, Dr. Gen, for people that aren't in Florida listening to this, how do they find a decent doctor? How do you know if your doctor's any good? Wow, that's a great question. Um, I think that's not that easy to know, but I think the doctor of tomorrow, which is the doctor of today that really is good at what they're doing, not only looks at you as uh, a whole person, but is aware that the biochemistry of that individual is imperative. So with that, if a doctor really understands the functioning and the biochemistry of a specific person, then they're, they're prescribing for you nutrients, not just the, the actual medicines. Again, going back to the theory, if we're going to band-aid something sooner or later, we'll break. 
I've had very, very good uh, students who are cardiologists that have admitted, and they've even admitted on my radio programs that what they're doing is only stopgap, and eventually things will get worse, where they said, Mitch, what you're doing makes sense. And again, you want to make sure that whatever physician you're seeing is cognizant of the fact that you're not just an arm, a leg, a heart, a, a stomach, but you're a moving, full-bodied, um, uh, huge 100 to 200 trillion cellular organism, and that the things they're prescribing, are they making a difference? And again, that's what you always want to ask the doctor. Is this going to change the biochemistry? And if so, how's it going to do that? And if the doctor can't answer, you may not have the right doctor for yourself. You may want to look elsewhere. Okay, I want to know about sagging. Okay, some people as they get older, their face starts to sag, you see it in their neck. What do people do about that sagging piece in the neck and on the face? Is there anything? Often, yeah, of course, there, uh, Sharon, the, the sagging often comes because they've gained weight, then lost weight, and vice versa. It also is a weakness because the skin is attached to the muscle, and as the muscle becomes weak in the face, often that begins to sag too. So you can do a lot. I mean, the, the end of the spectrum, of course, would be doing a facelift. But in between that, there are lots that can be done. For example, we use an actual machine in our office called Bella Shape. There isn't many in the whole United States. I know because I'm the distributor for it. But it does an amazing job in creating the skin to become taut again and also stimulates the collagen, which we lose, the underlying tissue as we get older and as we do, you know, we start to look saggy, sunken, etc. But remember, vitamin C, L-lysine, and L-proline are very much integrally a part of that underneath tissue. So if you're not getting L-lysine, L-proline, and vitamin C in large enough quantities, you might want to talk to your doctor about it. It might help you stop sagging. Wow. Okay. Next on the list, Dr. Mitch, is hyperbaric chambers. They supersaturate you with oxygen. So what illnesses particularly respond to this process? Is, or is it anorexic or, or um, exorectic? I don't even know how to pronounce that, but you know what I mean? The two inside or outside when they respond. And, and here, some of that to go into a hyperbaric chambers. I mean, I've seen it costing up to like $40,000 for one of those chambers. And, and then I've heard rumors that kids can improve with hyperbaric chambers if they have autism and that this process helps people heal faster. There's so much misinformation floating around along with good information, and it's hard for a layperson to know what's what. What do you have to tell us about these hyperbaric chambers and their uses? Well, I think first they have to understand what hyperbaric chamber is. We typically breathe in about 21% oxygen, but in that kind of chamber, we're pushing oxygen over 1,200. So we're, we're talking about putting a massive amount of oxygen into the blood by using pressure to push it in. So yes, wounds do heal better, and occasionally autistic kids and stroke victims do much better. It was originally used, as everyone knows, for the bends, people that dove and they get nitrogen in their blood because they came up too quickly. And it's been talked about in cancer, too, because most cancer cells, I should say all cancer cells, ferment. They go through what they call anaerobic glycolysis, meaning they're using sugar through lack of oxygen. So for a large part, hyperbarics uh, gives us many positive benefits uh, in the use. There is one issue and problem with people should be aware uh, oxygen, every time you eat, uh, there's oxygen in the food when you breathe. It also produces what's called the free radical, and this is oxidative damage to the system. So what I do, I insist that any of my patients that do undergo hyperbaric oxygen at simultaneously when they come out undergo an intravenous treatment that's antioxidant because as well as there's a positive to everything, there is a negative side too, and hyperbaric flooding the body with tremendous amount of oxygen can cause a marked increase in free radicals. Used at the right time for the right person under the right conditions, a wonderful adjunctive tool. So what if somebody has a limited budget, people with modest means? 
what can they do first and what would you suggest that they do if they want to start on being healthier and looking at anti-aging or keeping their youthful appearance if they don't have a lot of money to do a lot of extra things? I think the very first thing is to find a good integrative physician, one perhaps that I've trained and one that will get a comprehensive, large enough blood workup on them. And most people have insurance, so the blood workups will not cost them anything. And from there, develop at least an eating, exercise, hormone, and oral program of nutrients that doesn't have to cost a lot of money, but has a great proclivity to create optimal health as well. I think that's the beginning. The beginning is lifestyle change, getting to know your biochemistry, just like getting to know the name that you do so amazingly and taking that information and individualizing a treatment protocol. I don't think in all my years I say this, I don't believe it's true, but you never know that I've ever had two people with the same protocol because you have to create something that's specific for that individual based upon their history, their physical, and their biochemistry. You know, you've trained a lot of doctors. Do you have a list and like where they're located to help people find these doctors? I don't, unfortunately. But you know what? <laughs> if anyone, if anyone would ever contact me, I would help them find someone in their area, somebody who is a student. I have students in almost every state. I just, I don't know. I don't have a. Li- I should have kept a list, shouldn't I? I haven't done that, so unfortunately. Oh well, I would never should on somebody. It doesn't even sound nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I just haven't done it. Um, but it would be probably a very smart thing for me to do in the future. So if you could change one thing, Dr. Mitch, about people's understanding or how they look at the world, what would it be? I would do the following. I would say, you know, feel and realize that even though you're a little dot, when you look up at the stars, you could tell that you're basically nothing and you feel that you're so small and that you can't really make any changes, then take a drop of your blood and look under a microscope, and you realize that same universe you saw in the sky is under the microscope, and only you can make that healthy. That world belongs to you, and you are part of the you of the universe and the you that's you. You create health. What you see, what you visualize is what you'll create, and that's my word for the evening. (laughs) You know, you've written four books, Is there anything else that you're currently working on that you'd like to share? Well, I'm going to write, I wrote the only textbook for physicians uh, on intravenous nutrition. I'm going to work on the uh, advanced guide, but I also have, you know what, Sharon, I've never finished my lay book, and I do have it. I just, believe it or not, I looked at it yesterday. It's called Look Good, Feel Good, and Have Great Sex. And I'm going to eventually, I'm going to finish it this year. It's got to be a project of mine to get it done and then get it out there because it is written for the public on how to really gain optimal health, how to do exactly what we've been talking about all night. I'm looking forward to that book. Thank you so much for joining us tonight, Dr. Mitch. Be prepared and be surprised. Oh, my pleasure. And be very pleased if you get to be one of the lucky people that experienced Dr. Mitchell Ginn's work. His website, again, is www.drmitchshow.com. Now, Dr. Mitchell Ginn's name indicates he excels at being a viable agent for people when they wish to make a significant change. This is found in the first letter of the last name being a G. If your last name starts with the letter G, as long as it's not followed by an A, because this is not true for the GAs, then you too can assist others who wish to make a significant change in their lives. Do you know where your genius lies? I'm Sharon Lynn Wyatt, host of the radio show, Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, which can be heard every weekday at various hours right here on xzbn.net radio, an X-Zone radio station, and on knowthename.com. Tune in to hear fascinating ways other people discovered the genius in themselves and what they were able to accomplish. In each upcoming show, you'll hear clues on how you can recognize your own innate genius, For all the days and times of Know the Name, Know the Genius in You, please go to www.xzbn.net and check out our broadcast schedule. And if you wish to know how to read a person's name or more about your own name and how you can discover your own innate genius, 
Go to the website, knowthename.com and give yourself the gift of a session to find out what your name says about you and how knowing your name means how you can live to your best and highest. Remember, once you know the name, you can know the real person and very well. This is Sharon Lynn Wyatt, signing off. <music>